Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to Coco Caliente, a mother and daughter production where we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. I'm Nicole. And I'm Jenny. And this morning, we're actually podcasting in the morning. It is kind of a little bit dark and gloomy rainy day, right? Mm -hmm. This time of the year, that's like... Well, it's actually pretty sunny right now. But if you're looking out the window, it looks pretty gloomy. I just think it's been... I just cannot believe how much like my house, when... um. This time of the year settles in. It just is always so dark and just... It's kind of depressing, honestly. Yes. It's just the kind of weather that... You wake up at like seven and it's still dark. It's like, feels like four in the morning. Yeah. That's why it made me... Sleep. I slept until like 7.30 today and I still felt like it was like... The shade was pulled, but usually I can see like light peeping through. I couldn't see anything. It was just felt like it was dark this morning. But I do think right now it's the sunniest day we've had in a long time. Like, do you see the sun? I couldn't even sit here because I was being blinded by the sun. Well, that's because it's always at this time. Oh, Still, I'm not yeah. over here at this time, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. it's like when you used to drop us off at school, you'd always have to drive into the sun. Right. Mm. It's just like at this mm -hmm. time, but still, it's still. Yeah, no, of course. it's. Um, and I'm drinking cold coffee because um, like I set my coffee pot for 4 a.m., for Dave so that he so if I want warm coffee I have to be up and drinking it by 6 30 after 6 30 is when it turns warm it stays it turns cold or turns cold it stays warm for it's supposed to like the coffee pot stays on for two hours but then another half an hour so about two and a half hours and then after that I get cold coffee so well, you can warm it in the microwave I know I like it both ways so I think oh. after doing this I just learned to like it both yeah ways. cold coffee's good and I have um I already, I really like, I, I skipped all the pumpkin um, spices and all the different creamers like that. I didn't get any for this season. I went right to the Grinch Christmas cookie. Um, um, what's it called? Creamer. And that's good. So I switched right, skipped all the Halloween ones and went straight for Christmas. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I think I'm going to actually get rid of, so I, I didn't even tell you, mom, I, I, joined this decluttered mom group and I'm excited to, I'm really excited to try it. And what is it like a group where, well, it's a class that I paid for, but then it's also like a Facebook group, but basically she step-by-step step, 20 minutes a day and you can declutter your life. So this girl, she was from Michigan. She was naturally messy. So it just like, 
and she has two kids. And I just related to her so much, so much so that she felt like she was kind of like suffocating in some days because she just had so much stuff and she didn't know what to do. So she came up with this method. So anyways, I watched like of our video last night and then I was hooked. And so then I just purchased the program and I'm excited to start. So actually this morning before the program even started, she just said you have to be ruthless with your organizing and decluttering and you have to get over the emotional obstacles before you can start. But like I was holding on to makeup and skincare products. They some most of them were not even opened or anything. But just like in case I needed them and like it's three years later and I do not think that that in case is going to come. So I bagged them up and I'm getting rid of them. And that was just like one small step. But I, the coffee thing brought it up because Victor and I, no one's drank coffee at our house in probably a year. And so I think I'm going to not get rid of it, but I'm going to not set it on the counter because we don't use it. And you definitely, definitely need to keep it because it hasn't even, you haven't even bought that. I'm going to tell you why. You have not bought that coffee pot less than a year ago. I wanted you to get a full size one and you got that little cute, pretty one. But Victor's mom uses it every single time she comes yeah. up and stays. I never so, said I'm going to get rid of it. Oh, I no. said I'm getting rid of it on so my counter. You have a lot of cupboard space. Yes, I would. You do couldn't put that away because I don't make coffee there. But um, the only thing I I do believe in the decluttering thing, but I do not believe in getting rid of something that you are going to go purchase again within a year because that or two years because that's just a big waste of money. That's that's the one so that's thing an, you need to that's think an, about. That's an emotional attachment that you it, need to get over. I'm not saying that you need that I'm going to go buy another one. I wouldn't go buy another one. But if you haven't used something in three years, you don't need it. But if you have a you have used it because she was just I've, here twice. Yes, last year. that's a bad okay. that's a bad example. But I'm talking about other things too. My mom stops me from getting rid of things that I wish I would get rid of. Because she, you keep everything and that's how I turned out. And now I need to, I'm trying to fix that because it's like, it's what you've been taught. They said it's what we've been taught for 20, 30, 40 years is consumerism, but not like how to let go of things. And then your emotional attachment is, am I going to need this? It was from a relative. Is that bad if I get rid of it? Um, you know, I paid a lot for this. Or, you know, this relative passed away. Is it like bad if I get rid of it? Am I throwing this stuff away? Is that bad for the environment? So like those are all emotional attachments that people have to overcome to be able to. For me, it's so much so where I can't, I don't know what I have for skincare. I have so much skincare that I haven't even been doing skincare because it's overwhelming to me. So I just want like a couple options and same thing with like clothes. I cannot wait to go through the closet and stuff like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I just like to approve of what she gets rid of, but last, she did do this, um, last summer, a whole bunch of stuff in the garage. And I looked through it and I like, there's only like four things out of probably like 10 buckets that I pulled out of there and then brought to my house. So, I mean, I'm getting better at it. And I actually went through some of my stuff and I have like eight boxes to donate in the garage right now. But then I also have boxes that I don't quite want to donate because I want to give them, see if somebody else wants that stuff first before like I donate it. And Nicole, actually we're, we're talking about having a huge garage sale and that's kind of what I want to do. Not with like obviously skincare stuff, but, um, with all the stuff that we both want to get rid of. She finally, um, she, you, you bought your house two years ago mm -hmm. and 
like with the when they when she sold her house they had were building had to build a new shed so she has a huge shed and she just took possession of it last week Mm -hmm. so we actually have a ton of room at her house now that we can actually set up a garage shell right yeah so we're i don't know when you want to do it now i think we have to wait until spring and honestly i'm getting impatient to where i'm just i want it so i I just kind of want to donate it but there's there i have a lot of good stuff that i would no, like to I have know. a sale with but yeah. the reason uh, the reason dave just bought uh, dave and um nicole just went and bought a used what are that what's that thing called again mm, high low mm. because there's a loft up there and dave's getting the high low work done right now to make sure it's in perfect running order and then you just get pallets and you put all your stuff on there and that, that's exactly where i think we're going to put all of the garage shell stuff so it's not in victor's part of the shed and it's not in the part where and the reason that i do want to have a sale too is because if i don't eat all this stuff some stuff they might not even keep it's a lot of stuff but they might not have room for it secondly they might actually be paying more of it at like goodwill or something and so i'd rather people be able to get stuff for even like cheaper does that make sense like i don't know i i am going to donate a big box of um brand new clothes that i have to my massage therapist she does she does um this like drive for this nun who does helps kids in flint at the homeless shelter and so i'm gonna take a big box there because um i think that that's what i want to do and that's what i need to do and want to do but besides that those all have to be brand new though which i do surprisingly have a ton i buy clothes when they're on clearance sometimes for people i don't know for situations i can't do that anymore because it's kind of crazy because then it just sits but i have a lot of like unused brand new clothes um that i'm going to donate there and then some toys and stuff that are new for like kids you mean kids not like adults no just kids yeah, I remember that day you bought a ton, a ton of brand new cl- yeah, clothes. Yeah, and it's actually perfect because a lot of it's Christmas stuff. I don't know. They're like Christmas onesies and we have tons of like blankets and I don't know. I get a lot of stuff sent to me too. So anything kids or babies, I'm going to donate over there and it just has to be over there, I think, in the next like week or two. Um, and- yeah, and and like with that or whatever, I also first like since, you know, I'm have all this stuff too. I'm going to like let my mom or my sisters, whoever come look through it first, Jesse and Ashley, of course, cause, and, um, Nicole doesn't need any more stuff. So I'm doubt no. she'd take anything, but let them just come and take what they want first. And then, like I said, then no, like if you ever get rid of that peacock in your bathroom stitched, which I don't think you will, that I really love. Cause who made that dad's grandma. Yeah. And it's just really cool and pretty and sentiment. I am like a, I am a sucker for sentimental things. And that's why I keep everything. Everything's sentimental to me, and I'm trying to break that. Even, I don't know, like, all these pictures and stuff, like, you can never get rid of them. Well, no, what are you going to do with them? Yeah, but then what do you do with them? I don't know. <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. I have all those wedding pictures, and I'm like, what am I going to do And she's with talking them? about, of course, you don't get rid of your picture pictures. She's talking about she got walls and walls made out of, like, small wood framed photos that are huge that are, like as big as her all over her house. Like she's going to have to keep them forever. I mean, what is somebody going to do with, um, you know, do with that many pictures of them, of themselves. I mean, I feel like I look around my house and I already have a lot that, you know, it, it's, 
Yeah, you just stressful. have to. I mean, guess when you take them off the wall, you got to kind of stack them yeah. nicely in a certain spot to just keep them and look at them later because there is so many of them and everybody grows. So then you get new pictures. So I guess think hard before you like go get a wall done mm-hmm. with all wood photos because mine are already mm-hmm. a couple arrows, just a baby in all Arrow, of mine. Yeah, he looks nothing like that anymore. And, and I have actually... a whole wall done like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, just look it at that. I know it's funny. and like in, when I need new ones, it's like you know what I'm going to do next time is just order one. I'm not going to order one, eight two, different three, pictures three, to make a whole wall. You know, it lo- it's a really nice wall though. I just wish you could like update the photos and keep the frames right there. That's the thing is you can't. I, they they need to, a company like Small Woods or something. Maybe we should check other ones. Maybe there is some that send you just so you can just put the change the picture and keep all the stuff. Yeah, that's ideal. You know, that would be like, you know, because mm-hmm. usually if you put in a glass frame, you can change your, you know, your picture Update in them. it, you know, so there, there it's needs not to be as big a way of a commitment. Well, at the time when they're new and for the first year, it's awesome. But then once it starts, I mean, when, I don't know, <laughs> it's just, it's hard. Cause I'm already feel like that with my wedding pictures. I'm like, what the heck do I do with these? I'm ready. She went way overboard on, her, on her wedding picture. She never even, she filled her house is huge, filled one entire room with them. Like that has so much walls and still has a whole closet of ones that have never gotten put on the walls yet because there was no room. Like I, nobody, we did not measure and it was crazy, right? You have a yes. lot of photos. That's crazy. I should not have done that. Um, I'm a changed woman now. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And okay, so we were supposed to go away last weekend, and when we didn't, um, we were we did had no plans to go. My sister always has an annual pumpkin um, pumpkin party, she calls it. So we didn't think we were gonna go. So I hadn't planned like for my dish to pass or anything like that, um, you know, because we had not planned to go. So when everything changed, me and Nicole went to the store grocery shopping Friday or Saturday, and I went into Meyer. And I actually grocery shopped and I went in there literally to make, uh, get stuff to make a vegetable pizza. Cause she said she had all the food covered. So I was going to do some appetizer, cheese and crackers. And basically that was it. And I don't know what happened, but I ended up spending, what did I say? My stuff was $140. And I only planned on going in there and spending $40 just to get the stuff for the two things. So that's why I was just talking, thinking about it. That is why I do grocery pickup. Cause I went in there. And just bought mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I did pretty good. I mean, well, how much did you spend? Did you say? I think like 140 some dollars. Oh, which, that's what which, I spent, Yeah, but yeah. it's all, I didn't even get, I got like, just looking at it, some chips and some, di- like some different salsas and some different, tor- there was a bunch of buy one, get one free on the tortilla chips, on the, the cold dips, the just crackers, mm-hmm. just stuff that like, I just came and shoved in my cupboard. So I was like. What the heck? What were you even thinking? I don't and know. And I, I did good because I got all vegetables and stuff, and I already prepped a pot of soup for the week. 
salad and jars for the week. And what was the third thing that I prepped? Um, oh, this like pasta, Mediterranean pasta salad. Yeah, I saw that last night because I was FaceTiming Arrow and he he says, Mia, I'm cooking. I'm helping mama. Mia. <laughs> like he always has to tell me what he's doing. Like almost like I'm being a pain by wanting to talk to him. But yeah, he wants me to watch him yeah, because he, he like, because he like, will wiggle his shoulders, take the spoon, stir the <laughs> like, stuff. I'm so cool, Mia. But, but, but I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, but I'm busy, Mia. I'm really busy right now. Just let me be busy. But <laughs> anyways, I saw him just taking bites of it and he was like, mm, like he's grabbing the pasta and the, and she said it was a homemade sauce too. Yeah. I made, ho- I made two homemade dressings yesterday, which they're only good for five days and I, they're both awesome, but that's why they put all those preservatives into obviously dressings you buy from the store because they, those stay good for months. But yeah, it's Victor's like, you did all this work for this little bit of dressing. And I said, it wasn't that much work. I said, but yeah, it's only good for five days. He goes, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> did he try it? No, he never tries like any of my healthy stuff. But, but yeah, Arrow was just a love in that salad while he was, while he was working. I seen she had like a, he had a, stuff on the counter that he doesn't normally play with. He must've been like squeezing some lemons, lemons limes, or something. Yeah. Cause he had like the squeezer. He's pretending he's a whisk. doing it. He was putting, <laughs> Nicole was just going about the kitchen so I couldn't see her, but he's putting on a show for me with all, <laughs> with all the gadgets, like into the salad. And it was just kind of funny. And then he would sneak a noodle and I'd see him eat it and then. Oh, it was, it was, it was quite entertaining. Anyways, mm-hmm. I get to watch him at work at, he calls his house, mama's house and he calls my house, Mia's house. So he's either doing stuff at mama's house and I have to leave him alone or he's doing stuff at Mia's house and mama needs to leave him alone. Like yeah. he's, it's just kind of funny. So we just like laugh at Yeah. Him. Like he acts too cool, too cool for the other opposite one, wherever he's at. Yeah, he'll be like, but then he mama, doesn't want mama, you to leave. Mama, go sometimes. Mia, I'm doing this with Mia. Like, and he comes in, he's all business right away. He, he either wants to see if I'm right here or if I'm hiding on him. Um, the other day, like he said, and most of the time I'm where he can see me, but I decided to hide the other day. And they walked in, and I, I think I knew they were there, but it wasn't like I don't know why you guys stopped, but I knew they were on their way. So I hurried and I hid, and then um. He's like, Mia, Mia. And he's like, I think Mia's sleeping, mama. Mom, Mia's in bed. And Nicole's like, mom. And so I was going to scare him. And like here I talk about Dave or whatever. Nicole walks around the counter and I ho- or walked around the corner. And I like jumped out and scared her. And she like screamed loud. And then Arrow just starts laughing. Well, I, I get worried that she's passed out somewhere. I'm like, what the heck? But I was like waiting for Arrow. Because Arrow doesn't really, when you say boo to him, like, and I don't do it like really loud. But when I hide and say boo to him, he just laughs. He doesn't like get scared, scared. <laughs> like how Nicole gets scared. What in the heck was going on with you and dad at that Halloween party yeah, with, with the, the air horn? He was doing it to me. I, I know, but doing what, anything to him. Well, how were you, you knew he had it. Why were you scared and screaming? I didn't know he was doing it a second time. Just because, you know, you, okay, if you're walking through a haunted house or something and you know that you're going to probably get scared, I feel like the anticipation, you just when you hear the noise, 
<laughs> you get scared. I don't Every, know. He, they were getting ready to leave because we all had went there or whatever. And um, they left before us. And Dave goes out and chases her with the air horn. And we hear her scream. And then she opens the door and yells at him. Like, the, all the people are laughing. I said, I'm gonna put a, I said, I'm going to put a mud pie on your car on the way out. <laughs> and, and everybody's laughing or whatever. And he goes and chases, runs out and does it again. She screams again. And everybody in there is just busting a gut laugh. And they're like, oh, my God, you got her again. Like, she... She just gets, because her screams are like so piercing that you can, that you can like hear them, um, for, you know, far away. But anyways, when I was talking about. <laughs> Mariah's really fun to scare like that. I used to do that in college all the time. You'd always get that reaction, but I never used to be like that. I don't know why I'm like that now. Uh, does Mariah tell you that I send her TikToks occasionally? No. Oh, I send her ones that are so perfectly like funny and like relate to her like last week I sent her this one that said when you're stalking something and you accidentally like something from 56 weeks ago because she because <laughs> she freaks out about like everything like she gets like stressed out if about anything like she gets stressed out if she has to ask for an extra napkin at a restaurant wouldn't yeah. she like she does she, get stressed like she's so funny so anytime I see something like that like that I always send her a bunch of TikToks mm-hmm. it's just funny that it remind me of her but anyways, we had a great good time at the pumpkin yeah, party. Yeah, super fun. Um, me and Dave drove by ourselves there, and we went the, the opposite. My sister lives um out of Sandusky, like a, half an hour away. And anyways, it was taking a long, long time. And I finally looked at Dave. I'm like, because she mostly comes our way, and which I feel bad, but probably because we have air and stuff. She visits this way more than we go that way. Well, when we go, we go to the school to her kids' events. We don't go to her house as much. And she lives like... What does she live like five miles out of town? But anyways, we're going and I'm like to Dave, geez, poor Tiffany. She drives a long ways when she comes to our house. And then I said, it's taken a long time to get there. And then all of a sudden he's like, I said, where are we? Cause we're just talking and not even paying attention. We went like eight miles out of our way. We missed our road. And then we started laughing. And then I called Tiffany and I'm like, I'm on this road. And she says, what are you doing on Maple Valley road? I'm like, or Maple Grove. I can't remember what it was called. And she's like, I said, I don't know, but what do I do now? I just go straight and I have to start, keep coming back right. And she's like, yeah. So I was like laughing. I'm like, well, we checked out the town of Carsonville and, and we were still laughing when we got there. I just do not even know how we like told Dave's really good at it. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't even paying attention. I was just talking to him and that's something Vic would do. And I was literally like, this, this is a long, long drive. We we're still not there. You know, it was just kind of funny. Which Dave never does that, so that's why it was really, really funny. Well, at least, yeah, and at least you just laughed about it, right? Yeah. So we carved pumpkins. Yeah, we carved. That was fun. I used one of those designs, and I made a cat. Yes, yeah, and really it turned good. out pretty good. Really good, yeah. And then yeah. I did a design too. That was like the first time I ever did a design, but I felt up to it, and I did one that said "trick or treat." And actually, it's out in your. Victor just put it there. He forgot it was in the back of the car. It's on my porch. It's by your door. It uh, looks good though. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. 
Um, and, and Arrow loved, which I was shocked, digging the, what is it called, the guts out of the pumpkin. He loved doing it. I could not believe it. And then he was like just having a blast, like helping everybody get theirs out. Mm-hmm. And I'm carving mine and he was filling mine with everybody's that everybody else took out. But, yeah, but I was shocked time. because he is one that does not like his hands yucky. Well, yeah, because I and tried to carve in it. like a couple weeks ago. And he wanted nothing to do with the inside. But, so I don't know. I'm really... But Saturday, he loved, loved it. Loved it, yeah. I mean, he was digging in everybody's and he had his hands all gushy and... He had so much fun. He loves to be around like people like that, doesn't and he? And he was the youngest there. There was kids, but the probably the next youngest was probably like six, I would say. Mm-hmm. And um, so he... And, and a girl. So, but he still... He played and talked to everybody, but he was going in between all the adults and he... Yeah, he had a good time. And But you said he didn't like the hayride. <laughs> no, it was cold and it was it was really dark because it was at nighttime. But he really wanted to go on a hayride because he loves tractors and that's what was pulling the hayride. So we get on and then, you know, we're like 10 minutes into it. No, only a couple minutes into it. I'm like, Errol, are you having fun? He goes, no. And he never says no. He's usually like, yes. And then I so I started chuckling so hard. And I said, Vic, he said he's not having fun. And he got Victor leans down. Arrow, are you having fun? I am not having fun. <laughs> and so then we're cracking up. And then Tiffany's asking him and he's like, No. <laughs> like so then I was like, we walked back and I'm like, he did not like that. <laughs> and when he doesn't like stuff, it's usually like, and he probably couldn't do it because they were on a hayride. He's usually like, okay, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. Like when he doesn't want to do something, he'll be like, okay, get me out of here. Even the shopping cart, like you're pushing in the shopping cart. He goes, okay. Arrow wants to walk. Get me out of here. Like he acts like, or get me out of the car seat. Get me out of everything. He's mm-hmm. just, um, which he's learning now, which is really like a pain is he's, he's figuring out how to get his arms out of car seats. Do you think it's, do you think the next size he can still do that? Or is it only them ones that he can do that? Cause we got to get that figured out. Yeah. He's still in like, I don't know. I am going to order, you know, the white one seats. that you have, the cow print one. Can, can you do that in that one or no? No, he can't. Okay. So then he just needs to get moved up to the other ones that you can't do that. And somebody's usually in the back seat with them. So it's, but still it's like constantly car putting his arms so, back in. Car seats are stressful. Like I bought this really good one and that's like the best one we have now. Well, we bought good baby ones, but he grew out of those, grew out, but not really. It says he can use it to 35 pounds. He's like 24, 25 pounds. And so that's still what I use in my so car. So I'm just confused on like how that works, I guess. I don't know. I, I told Vic is going to try to figure it out because he wants to make sure before we purchase new ones that we can't use that one until he's 35 pounds and we just have it like maybe a di- the wrong angle or something. I don't know. It's, it's it, it is. I mean, you, you got to sit next to him because he literally like can he'll wiggle and can figure it out like how to un- slide the clasps down, like get his arm out of there. And Car just, seats are not straightforward though, no. are they? No, they stress. I mean, they even stress. They stress like definitely like you like the older your generation out because. You got to hook it here. You got to hook it there. There's so many things, but it's not obvious. Like even my dad one time is like. How do I loosen it? And it's like, I don't know. Like they are all different. So it's stressful. Like how do I, it's too tight or it's too this. They're not straightforward enough at all. And there's so many rules that are, that you don't even, that are unspoken 
that I just see on Instagram. I remember stuff. the ones, and that's why I don't even know. You know, the, they used to have the ones that just go up, and then they pull down over your head, mm. and then you put your arms on them. It's almost like an armrest. That's what I had for you guys, and you cannot get out of those ones. But I don't even know if that's the kind of like they make. Kind of like a fair ride? Yes, <laughs> but, the, like. but then it's soft there. Like, say mm. you had a, your sippy cup. It'll mm. sit right on top of the thing but yeah, th- yeah like where the buckle to- goes it's supposed to go up here on your chest because of impact you don't want it down here and so that's all stuff though that you don't it doesn't say I don't know. It shouldn't move. Like, I don't know. I, I, and I, and I understand the car seat going backwards. Um, yeah. like for sure, because of the, how it moves, because I'm going to tell you, I think, don't, did I talk about that on here the one time yeah. when, um, I was sitting in the back seat with arrow about a month ago and Nicole had to slam <laughs> on the brakes. Arrow did not move an inch, but I fell on the floor <laughs> in between. Like I didn't have my seatbelt on in the back seat and I actually fell off the seat and into the, her front seat. And she's sitting there dying, laughing at me. <laughs> I was, I like, sure oh my God, okay. my, knee, my knees were all the way down on the, on the thing or whatever. So I understand. Cause so I laugh, ima- I laugh in uncomfortable situations. Does anyone else do that? But anyways, I mean, she knew everything was all right, but I was, was like, good. holy yeah. crap. All of a sudden I'm like my, on my knees with my nose touching the front, the back of the seat she's driving. And I'm like, holy crap. Like what is going on back here? But, um, he did not move like a dot you know he was sitting all strapped in and the back was whatever so he didn't even know anything happened or like we even like stopped like you know he didn't even know that the brakes got slammed on he had no idea because nothing <sighs> changed with him except for me like ah like I'm the <laughs> city when someone pulls out in front of me it freaks me out someone pulled out in front of me and then <laughs> then they put on their brakes so um yeah okay so i and yeah and i and i'm not small and i freaking went down and that's what i'm saying and he and his car seat didn't even like like so they are like they whoever makes them designs them perfectly (laughs) because he did not even have any idea like i said that the brakes because he was backwards and leaned back so you know facing the thing so i just wish it was more straightforward um straightforward for me to remember because i always feel like i'm so scared to even post a picture of arrow in his car seat because i know someone will say something that something's wrong and you're not supposed to wear coats right because then there's extra space and then where it's supposed to be buckled up how tight it's supposed to be you know where the little bubble is on the leveler and stuff the only thing that makes me nervous about him in the car and this is the one that he was actually super safe and the one i'm talking about that's the one because we had my car the day she slammed on the brake she was driving my vehicle actually was i yes so i that's why there's so much room in the back seat like for me to fall down because i have a big back seat or whatever but um that car seat's in there the only thing i don't like about that is he's long so i don't know how to like and it says i looked it up and it said he can still use it for a lot of pounds but i feel like he's almost like tall for it because his feet you know hang off because it's more like from the infant one so that's the part that makes me more I mean not that I mean he's gonna only kick the back of the seat but I just like him being comfortable with having more room or whatever yeah no totally is the only thing that I um whatever but anyways talking about parties and weddings and that kind of I wasn't talking about weddings but now I am but parties and stuff do you like when you go to a wedding or a graduation party, do you just, okay, this is what, this is really weird. And I, there's two different kinds of people. I go and like, say I'm going to a wedding or a party. I go and find the host or the wedding couple, you know, and say something to them or talk to them and then like, are their parents or whatever. And then I go and I 
find my seat or find a table. And I do, I am not one that walks around and socializes with every single person at the party. I'm just like, who does that? A lot of people do you not notice how many people just walk around and talk to everybody. Is that like rude? Cause I feel like some people think it's really rude, but it's yet, an extrovert versus an introvert. I believe. I mean, you, you just go and plop your butt too, don't you? I don't freaking move. <laughs> I mean, I'll get up and get a drink or whatever. And like, I will, t- and anybody that comes to talk to, I'm, I'm very friendly and I do talk to people, but I don't, I don't like, unless it's somebody I really want to like, haven't seen in a while, or I want to go see their, actually, if it's, they have ki- little kids, they draw me to them. I actually do get up because I'm, and go talk to yeah, people with little kids You're or right. whatever. So I do do that. But otherwise I will just like, I'm comfortable just in the, if there's six people at the table and I'll spend 80% of the time just talking to those six people without getting up and looking for more conversation Mm -hmm. or, you know, I noticed that like at Tiff's party because like there's like, I literally just sat with my family, everybody there I, I know except for her friends. But I mean, a lot of people came and talked to me and then I would talk for a long time, but I didn't go seek people out to talk to them. Like I'm just comfortable in my own little bubble. Yeah. I did and, I, and I just wondered how. I did decent compared to usual there. Well, we had to go carve pumpkins and stuff. So that was by everybody. And it wasn't a big group, but I was just thinking about it. Like I didn't mm-hmm. go, I don't go from table to table and sit. And talk to each people. And then I no, but I do. And then appreci- I feel like it hurts somebody's feelings. I you know? do appreciate the people that do do that because I like to catch up. Like I know now that you're th- now that you're saying that, like there's people from your family that will do that. And I, I love like to catch up and stuff. And I'm glad they do that because I, yeah. Yeah. I like my cousins that. that I never see, they, yeah. they always come and talk to me and then we'll talk for like a half an hour yeah. or an hour, but I just don't go, go sit. And like, t- I feel like Carlene and Heather are good at that. Yeah. Like just, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Otherwise you'd yeah. never catch up. So it must just but be I a love, personality like, I, yeah. thing. Like, I mean, maybe I don't feel like budding. I think more like, I don't feel like going and butting in. Do you know what I'm saying? Like walking yeah. up to somebody and then they're in a conversation with the person next to them already. And then you're just standing there. But like, you're not really butting in. I think it's I for me, like it's more sometimes. of, I think for me, it's more of an insecurity thing of like, I just, and I'm an introvert and I like to just kind of stay and then I'd love to talk to people though like one-on-one so maybe I'll now that you mention it I'll try to be better at it because I love when people come and do it talk to me I know and actually the one girl that was at Tiffany's that I talked to you Nicole ended up leaving Jesse and Ashley left first and then she's definitely an extrovert because she talked to me a lot more than more people that I knew knew there so I think she's just like a really nice. good social yeah and anyway so Nicole, and then Nicole and Victor we played some cards and stuff then they left and we were gonna go right behind him and I think we ended up staying three more hours because actually once they weren't sitting at the table some other people came and like were talking to us the whole time and this anyways this one girl young girl there you know she's probably like 10 years younger oh she's more than 10 years younger than she's me. probably like 15 age. years she She's Amanda's age, actually, Amanda. Oh. Um, but anyway, she, um, I found that out because she came and talked to her a long time, but she was talking on and on and on. I didn't tell you this yet. She said that she really enjoyed like something about you. And she said that 
you would never know that you were on a TV show because you're so down to earth and you know, you're so normal. She said, I would never realize that I'm sitting here at a party all night with somebody who won a TV show or has been on TV on numerous shows. She said, so she said that was really, really nice. She said, she's just like you and me. And she said, or like herself. And she's Mm -hmm. like, she goes, that was really, really nice. I forgot to tell you that. So she enjoyed talking to you too or whatever. But, um, so we ended up seeing hours later talking to people that I had, some of them just met that night and, you know, had some good conversation. And so that was, that's what made me think about it is because once there was availability over by like me, they came and talked for hours, yeah. you know, and it was, we that's how it was when we, we went bowling or whatever. And I was talking to a senior in high school, but it was so fun because it was just like his personality was, he was an extrovert for sure. And it was just like so easy to talk. And so he was just making us all laugh and stuff. But I feel like I would never in a million years got up and talked to like anybody. Especially if like if me and dad would have went there, you would have sent by us and you would not have talked. Exactly. I think that's what it is. Me. I think yeah. it's maybe like that our family is so close. Like mm-hmm. just like I'm so close with Jesse and Nicole that if they're all, if we're all at a party that we basically just sit there mm-hmm. and talk to each other and, and don't get out and venture and talk to more yeah. people, you know, that, you know, that makes yeah. a big difference. That's I think. True. And actually Dave, Dave's one, Dave walks around and talks to a lot of people. I think, um, yeah, he's more, Victor does too. More that I, <laughs> Victor, definitely. I won't even see unless I'm trying to find him. Like, where is he? I need help. Um, but no, I, I guess I did realize that not that long ago that the most, the craziest things in my life, like the times I had to put myself out there and socialize and it was like, make it or break it. You weren't, you weren't there. So like college I had to, I mean, and then I found Mariah and then on like big brother and stuff I had to, and that was so not me, but that was like, I don't know. It was different. Otherwise like, yeah, I'll just cling to my mom and not speak. So some, and she's a little bit worse than me. Like I sometimes got to send her. I'm like, Hey, there's your friend over there. You can go say hi. Like I literally point stuff out and like, and I'll see her friends sometimes and I'll be like, you need to reach out and see if Nicole wants to do something. She needs to get out of the house. You know, I, I do try a little bit to get her to socialize a little because I feel like she socializes even less than, less than I do. Yeah, I do. If, if Mariah lived close though, I'd, I'd. Mariah doesn't go socialize when you're with her either. She pops her butt and doesn't move. Yeah, her and I both just like to... You guys would just sit and laugh and joke by yourselves all night. Yes. And have fun and not not go get up and talk to one other person. But we're really nice. Oh, I know. But I'm saying you guys would just have fun by yourselves and you would not worry about... They'd be getting a card game that only two people can play and they'd be playing it all night. Yep. That's, That's like what they like to do. I, and I, yeah, I know. And it's, <laughs> oh, you made me like this maybe, or is it how I was born? I don't know. Because I was always outgoing too in high school and stuff. Like I hung out with everyone, but yeah, I always like to hang out with just one person at a time or have everyone over my house. I did not like going to other people's houses and stuff. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. 
And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Um, and Friday night we went out for, we hadn't gone out for a fish dinner in a long time. And we were try- voting since we were supposed to be away. We're like, okay, everybody's going to, we're going to go out to eat somewhere. And everybody put in a vote. And then anyways, the Verona fish dinner won and it was good. We yeah, it was really time. good. And, and that was, was the like best. So good. That was, the, it, it, and it took a long time. It was, if anybody around here, if you don't know, like it's the fish place to go on a Friday night and it is busy, busy, busy. You didn't there. say where it was. I oh, you're not going to say, oh yeah, Verona. It's very busy there. So like sometimes, you know, when it's busy and if, especially depending on how many waitresses it takes a while. So it actually took a quite a while. Um, because it was, we went in a very busy, there's super, standing it was, a, it was a super long time because I think there may, may be short staffed. I don't know because the waitresses there are really good and always running around. So I can't tell how and many they've there been are. there forever. So they're yeah. very good at their job. Yeah, they're very good. And so honestly, it was like the easiest wait ever because arrow was just like an angel. He was so good. They had, <laughs> he first was by the pool table playing a little bit, but then when it gets busy, that's where everybody has to sit and wait to get till they can get a table empty. So then he sat down, but he actually, yes, it was weird because I think I can honestly say since, and we go out to eat quite a bit, this is the first time since he's been a baby that we actually all got to eat our meals. He, for some reason, Victor gave him, which he's never done before, but we might have to do. He put some Mickey mouse or something on his phone. And so he was watching that Mickey Mouse and just picking up his French fries. What did he get? Grilled cheese and fries? Yeah. yeah and he wasn't even barely looking at his food. He's looking at the Mickey Mouse and he would like pick up his um his grilled cheese, take a bite, put it back down or pick up his fries and get ketchup and um and dip it or dip it in ketchup. And he's like, he's eating he while like, he, was he was acting like, like a five-year-old boy. I was like, oh I thought even gosh. older than five. Like he is just acting like he maybe 12. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, okay, who is this kid? But I did not. And me and Nicole's thing that Victor hates that we do is whenever arrows being really, really good. We like to bug him. We like to like ask him to do stuff or poke him or something. And so I, Victor was the one sitting next to him. So I knew I could not say a word because Victor would be like, leave him alone. He's being good. Mm-hmm. Like, so I didn't say anything, but I just kept smiling because it was like, who is this? And who we is this big to, boy? I will say I was a little embarrassed because I felt like. Because he's what, looking at the phone. Yes. Uh, it. I thought it's just Mickey Mouse stuff. And it's not like he does that. He's never done that before. That was the first time. But I understand now why parents, yeah, you know, because I've looked around before and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're on the phone. And he didn't get on it until we got our, um, it was like probably 40 minutes in. Yeah. It was after we got our, it was right when we were getting our food. Oh, maybe an so, hour in then. Yeah. So it was like right when we were getting our food. So that's, so that's why it was like nice. It was like, I would not give it to him before then ever, but when mm-hmm. the food's coming, if he's getting any he ate better that way, he sat in he, the chair, just like us. Like it was so And crazy. he actually ate his food. Cause usually what ends up happening, which we have to quit doing, we order his food first. 
So then if he eats, we like put it in right away. If there's going to be an appetizer or with the drink order immediately. Mm -hmm. And then if we do that, he's done already and nobody can eat. And we end up having to get half of our food to leave uh, half the time or whatever. So whatever we did there, it actually worked. However, it turned out, or maybe he's just getting a little bit older, but that was the first time I can remember that we all four got to finish our plate and he wasn't on any of our laps. He was sitting by himself and and eating and eating. So it was great. Yeah, it was. But then we did get an appetizer and that came kind of soon. So he was eating mm -hmm. that a little bit. It just, it worked out. So that's going to be the new, um, the new normal, I think, when we go out. What do you think? Yeah, we'll see. What do you mean? What, about the TV? No, I meant like not ordering his food till we oh, order our yeah. food. Yeah. Um, if there's something well, you know what? I actually fed him some Alfredo before we left. I think that was a really good idea. So he wasn't starving. Yeah, because I, I, when he eats before us, it is li it, it is really hard to, to, to eat. And then we came back here and we played some euchre, which me and, and Nicole got our butts kicked and code names. And we played euchre though the Saturday night. Me and Mom won against the boys, so that was awesome. Oh, Fry! Does anybody hate playing cards when they consistently get the worst cards they ever seen? I like. Yes, I look everybody. at my cards. And I want to cry. I get like, this is like what I was getting: nine of hearts, ten of hearts, queen of clubs, ten of diamonds, and queen of spades. That would be my five cards, and they were horrible. And we're playing euchre. That was horrible, and I would consistently get those same mm -hmm. cards. Yeah, and we they, got really crappy cards that night. I think we only had one point by the time the game was over. No, or did we get Mom, two? We had like four or five. It felt like, oh my gosh, it was torture. I, that's all I could say. But then Saturday we did Saturday we did beat them. And we beat them in code names. Yeah, we did. And Victor was butthurt, was he not? Yeah, he's so bad at giving clues though. I was like to no, my he, dad, I felt so bad. They're making excuses after they're like or Dave didn't say it, but Victor is like, it's just because you and your mom know each other so much better. And I was thinking, no, it's I'm thinking, because we're given a lot better I'm clues. I'm thinking, no, if you would have gave me the clue you gave my dad, I wouldn't know what the heck I'm picking. So if you know what code names is, he wasn't looking at the other cards. He was just looking at his cards. And so you have to see, look at all the cards so to make sure that they, you know, he'd say, he'd said basketball and then there and then was one of the words no, was two, round. Two of the words were shot, like a basketball shot. And then round and round and, and neither, neither one of those were the words. And it's like, wait, you have to look at all the, like I'm, and then one was pass that he, that's one that he met. And then I don't know what the heck the other one was, but he is just like, his clues were hilarious. And then he would like, look at Dave, like, why aren't you getting these? And I'm thinking, oh my God, good thing he's not, I'm not his partner. Cause I would have picked first one round. A basketball is round, you know, yeah, that's and the I first thing looking, I would have picked. And I'm looking at the clues with him and I'm like, I don't know what he's, what he's trying to do. He was trying to get as many, cram as many into. Did, and we played twice. We won both times, right? Yeah. Yeah, we played twice. Like not even uh, no. Yeah, we won both both times that game. But it, that was a fun, that was fun. Yeah. I actually liked that game, and I we got to play that game a little bit more often. But more, I like that, but way better than euchre. Makes you use your brain a little bit. And I love to watch Dave play games 
like that because I love to see him use his, I love to see him use his brain. Oh and my think God. About Watching things. my dad play those games is why I want to play those games because he's actually surprisingly good. Really and, good. And, and, and I, we don't know that because it's not like he no. grew up playing games and oh, he does with us, but it's always the same kind of games like family games, but he actually is a good, what's a str- str- strategist. Str- yeah. He'd be good. He's I, actually a strategic I wish player. They would do, I wish they do an alumni and, and a relative for big brother. Cause dad would be so bomb. I want, I wish they would do a, a father, daughter, or else mother, son episode of tough as nails. And I can enter you and dad. That would yeah. make me, that would mother be, and son, mother. Yeah. Like mother and son against each other, oh. like a parent and a child. Okay. Got you. Parent, child, or it could be mother, daughter, father, Jesse. son. I'm like, mom, I don't think you. No. Oh yeah. I'm not going to win as tough as nails. <laughs> no, I'm saying like a parent yeah, and yeah, a yeah. child, like together, you know, you pick, it could be father, mm-hmm. son, you know, but yeah, like yeah. two people, a parent and a, I um, think that would be great season of it. I should write to them and suggest no, that. No, mom, I gotta get, I'd have to get super, fi- do you know what type of people are out there? You have no idea. Dad would be great, but maybe, dad would, dad maybe be pushing son, you. son-in-law, Victor could go. No, I'd be pushing oh, you Jesse, to go. Jesse, I'm not going. But, okay, so I didn't tell you guys I did this cool thing. So, um, my friend, um, my friend's brother is like a TV producer, director, director, I guess you could say. And so I got to go see behind the scenes of, uh, filming like a trailer in Bad Axe. So it's like really close to where we live and I, they had a baby on set, so they needed like a registered nurse. And so it was really cool to see and really, really fun. So there was like act an actor and an actress and just seeing like the lighting, the sound and everything happening. It was really cool. I mean, it w- I was only there for a couple hours, but it was really awesome. And, but it made me not want to be an actor and an actress. Well, you just... said, you said when you did bold and the beautiful, it was so oh hard and stressful. Gosh, so stressful. That is a different type of breed of person. Like you go people because that is so hard. I'd much rather be in charge of like outfits or costume or makeup or anything like that because the pressure and the amount of times you have to do it over and over like uh-uh. No. And then the feedback like you can't get your feelings hurt but here's feedback <laughs> like you're just I would just be so afraid of disappointing people but Acting would be so, so, so That's why hard. I want, or I want to get Arrow into it at a young age because I just want, because I think it comes with this like confidence that is beneficial in life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's also just, a. You, I think like people who go into that and like, they also might miss out on a lot of stuff because yeah. they're spending all their time rehearsing the same lines over and over and over again instead of like living their life too no I get so that. i guess it's like there's pros and cons yeah like that's my feelings on it but um but he would just be i would like him to just see him on a kid's movie because he's funny not even because you have to train him what to say just to see what he would say because he i have never and i don't I don't know, like my eyes light up and I know all grandparents do for their grandbabies, but I have just, he is so, so, so funny. I mean, I, you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. I'm so disappointed if somebody walked like this morning, Nicole walked in my house with the podcast stuff and I didn't, he didn't walk in with her and I didn't hear Mia and like, like I like miss it. I didn't see him yesterday. So I'm missing him extra today and that doesn't happen very often, but no. yesterday they stayed home all day. Today we're 
I'm so I put a sign on my door yesterday when Victor took Arrow outside and I said, I'm crying about Twix. I'll be out soon because today's the day that we're taking Twix to his new owner. And I mean, his new owner couldn't be a better person. Like she's just amazing. Um, she watches my dogs and she's just like an animal lover through and through, but it is so hard for me. Like, I don't want to start crying now, but it was, I wrote this long letter about like about Twix to give to her just so she knows like a little about him, like how he came about and stuff. But I was just like, it's so hard. So anyways, we have, to, I'm going to take him to the vet to make sure he's all up on his vaccinations before I drop him off. And mom, you'll get to watch here then like okay. for a couple hours. Oh, I'm so mad. Like, honestly, I'd, I, does anyone, oh, it's like hard. Cause I'm just thinking like Victor, like basically making me get rid of my cat. I'm like, okay, how about you go live in the shed for a while? <laughs> then I'll, I'll get rid of you, not the cats. <laughs> but no, I know it's, it's fine. Twix will be happier too in the long run. So that's why I'm doing it. Um, because he he would rather the good thing is Twix is like loves people so Twix is very um yeah he's so so like adaptable so he's gonna be like totally totally fine and I'll see him next weekend because I have to drop the dogs off because we're going to Houston um and he'll be there so I'll get to see how everything's going and then if things aren't going well like if if the other cats aren't being nice to him and stuff then I'm taking I'll take them back but I'm sure they will be it's fine he's super nice to other cats so. It's basically the one time I did, though, try to get him to go somewhere else. Another girl who loves animals, um, like lives for them. Her one cat was super mean to him. So that's why she couldn't keep him. So I just hope that doesn't happen again. No. And well, and he's already stayed there a couple of times. But he stayed in a room by himself. Oh. Yeah. He's neutered, so he's not, like, protected. Well, that's perfect that he gets a whole week trial, and then yeah. you'll see him. Well, is he staying at her house now instead of the sister's? Or For now, I think, well, until the sister lives a ways away. So I'm, I'm thinking that, I don't know, I'm going to still talk to her today to see. Where he's going exactly. Yeah. But is there anything else you want to wrap up with? Nope, I think I got... Oh, I have just a couple five easy tips. Oh, you got your tips today? Just easy, though. Yes. I do do some of these um, when I remember. Okay, when you ask questions, listen to the answers, Mom. I listen. I just don't do good eye contact. <laughs> um... Connect with nature, so stand outside barefoot even if it's cold for a few minutes. Can you do that, Mom, today? I walk barefoot all the time. What grounding. Are you talking about? No, but outside. I actually, grounding, I'm, I'm, I will keep you guys updated, but I bought a grounding mat and a grounding sheet. So because of my trouble walking and bought it over two months ago and I have not, I need to start using it. What um, is, I, I don't understand that though. Like why not just go stand on the earth? Is it trying to emulate the earth? It, you have to have a certain connection with your plug and everything. So it's something, I don't know. That just seems fishy to me. It has a whole book with it. You can look at the book if you want. I got to read the book, but it's a grounding thing. And my aunt started using it and she said she's been using it for like eight months now. And she has not, and she had really bad arthritis and she has zero arthritis right now. That's really good. So that's why I want to I wonder try what's it. different than just like regular grounding. I'm just curious. Well, it's who's going to go stand outside all year and like in bare feet. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I think this is so when you're sitting in the house and sitting on a chair, you can actually 
<laughs> do it. Okay. Um, the next one, join your local library and use it. I actually was using the library for a good bit a year ago and I kind of got, I lost it and now I got to go back. Um, because it was good to rent some books and stuff. It's free. Go for a walk without your phone and eat salted butter. Life is too short for unsalted, which I kind of prefer unsalted sometimes. I just buy unsalted because I think it's supposed to taste better. Unsalted? I mean, it's supposed to be healthier. I'm unsalted, right? Yeah, but I guess, yeah. You're supposed to use salt. Salted probably does taste better. <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay. I, I got one closing thing. One funny, funny story to tell you. I was recently at a party. I'm not going to say where it was. And I was, my chair was, oh, geez, Louise. my chair was by the, um, by the like food line. Like, so there's like, say there, for example, maybe it was a salad bar where somebody has to make a salad. And, um, I'm my, my back was to the thing, but I was the closest to where you're getting your food. And oh my goodness, the person getting their food was ripping farts. <laughs> I couldn't even breathe. I couldn't move my chair to get out of the chair. And I turned around and I was going to like, I felt like I knew most of the people there. And I was going to say, holy crap, what is going on back there? Like, and they were silent. They were just deadly. Like, like I didn't hear anything. So I don't know what they were thinking, but they're like really working on getting <laughs> their food plate. And I turned around and it's one, I looked at the person and it's somebody I didn't know. So I couldn't say a dang word. Couldn't back up my chair to get out of there. And I was literally Ew. laughing and I was at the table by myself at that point. Cause everybody has, was up doing something. So I was there and I just, oh my gosh, I, I it was the funniest thing ever because I was just thinking like, what the heck is, is this like for real right now? Like, I don't know how much beer they drank or what if they don't know what they're doing. Cause it was late at night, but whoa it was it was quite it was quite drastic so anyways i told my sister about it later because i didn't know who the person was and just asked i'm like what was going on there and anyways she's she started laughing she goes oh believe me i smelt it too <laughs> so she wasn't even nowhere near me so i don't know <laughs> so be careful if you're getting food and your butts by somebody's head to hold it in for a while <laughs> I wish Nicole would have been there. No, I wish she would have been there because I don't. Or Vic, actually, Victor, because Victor would have been. He would have said. He would have said something no, so funny. He would have said something funny, but Victor has definitely done that to people. He did it to me Friday night. Yes, he. Yeah, Victor did that to. Yeah, so I have a very good nose because I have really bad hearing. So, oh, yeah, so, anyways, funny. Nicole will laugh at me because she literally. This she like, smells the fart before it leaves the butt. That's what she says. She's like. How do you, um, cause I'm like, did you fart? And she said, well, I'm going to right now. And it's like already coming out. She goes, how do you smell it before? I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, that is wicked. Like <laughs> I've said that to her so many times before to all of them. And they're like, no, but she said, that to, farting. she said that to Victor that night. And he's like, I didn't even finish farting yet. And then she goes, I can smell it. And then it was so nasty. And then it was, yeah. I, like he walked by me and he said, he's going to go to the bathroom and the restaurant. And I was like. I was like, oh my God, because right then when he stood up, of course, I'm still sitting in my chair and his butt's like right at my level. And I'm like, he walked by and I'm like, ooh. And then, so I didn't say anything there. I didn't even say it at that point. Then we came to my house and like we were playing the games and he walked by me again and he did it. And I said, oh my God, you did do that in the restaurant. He said, no, I didn't. I just had, was holding. I said, 
Victor, I smelt it. And it's the same exact smell <laughs> that I just smelt right it was now at the table. Out and he didn't know. <laughs> I said it was coming out. I'm like, it was hilarious. Well, the one night that Victor and Errol were trying to sleep in another room to like kind of wean him. This was like a couple weeks ago. Um, I walked in there and I said, <laughs> they were like sleeping because I just like had to check on Arrow to make sure there's nothing over his head or anything. And I walked in there and I said out loud, holy crap, I'm going to pass out. It smells like pure farts in here. And then Vic like woke up and started laughing. He goes, does it? I was like, it's so nasty. I'm like, this is what our room smells like. Like, why do you guys just sit there and fart all night long? I don't know, but I don't know why they, I don't know why they don't think where they're walking that wherever their butt is that somebody's going to be, if their head's right there, that they can smell it. Mom, we were on the hay ride and we were at the front and Vic goes, tell everybody down there they're about to get crop dusted. I'm like, ew. So they all smell it. Like, yeah. What do you do when you're somewhere and somebody's like literally like farting? And then the worst part is like the funniest thing is if... If I have to fart, this is really weird. They're loud, but they don't smell like that. I can't smell <laughs> nothing ever. Like it's just a little, not really loud, but a little bit of a noise. So that's even more embarrassing because the person looks at you and knows that, <laughs> that if it just came out like that. And then there's no smell whatsoever. So like, what do you say? You pretend you stepped on a tw- stick or something or what? <laughs> but I do not have. Mom, you can't do that. But, mom, in the grocery store, my mom will be walking and I'll hear a little pop. I'm like, mom. But I never have, but do you ever smell my farts? <laughs> no, but mine I and never da- have smelled my farts. Mine and dad's are silent and deadly and mine are not so what's what would you rather have silent deadly farts or like <laughs> they're a noise and nothing like i i still think i'd rather prefer the noise and nothing but no just silent and the- deadly because you can you can say it's not you <laughs> yeah but it's so like the person that was by me getting that food he couldn't say that wasn't him because he's the only single person in there but i don't he didn't act like he cared but i'm just saying oh i just do not like smelly farts you know what's worse than smelly farts is smelly burps i could just vomit victor's been doing a lot of those lately and i'm i'd rather smell a fart i think well i don't know i don't i've never buy anybody that really smelly burps Ugh. Me i don't, neither, I don't but... see no i don't see anybody do that or smell it <laughs> it's gross now that you say that i don't you guys none of you guys burp in front of me i don't so no I don't not, smell my that. burps don't smell i think it's just vic's burps just he's just a gassy dude <laughs> Come on, he's lactose intolerant and pounds down ice cream. Yeah, he's gonna be gassy. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. He, he likes. He, he has, says, I, and he also has IBS. But but yet he like he loves his ice cream. I mean, you can't go through a town with a McDonald's without him getting a Oreo mm. and um McFlurry and all. He's Oreo and M M&M and M McFlurry mix, and he goes. Oh, you guys are about to get it before we get home. Yeah, every single, <laughs> he still every orders single it. time. Every oh, single. you guys are going to be in pain. I'm like, okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, he, he just thinks it's funny, but he would not like if any of None of us do that to him because nobody sits there and farts and stinks nothing off. <laughs> no, but I wish I could. I'd say it to him all the time. He'd be like, "Oh no, Nicole, do not do that." Like, yeah, he'd just be so offended. Yeah, and, and I've never done it to, to him. I mean, I don't know. Jesse, Jesse sometimes can let some go loose, and then when he does, Victor's like, "I roll the window." Oh my gosh, I can't breathe. <laughs> That's happened in the car before where it's been Jesse, but it's mostly mostly Victor, and it's mostly because he eats ice cream eats yeah or his dairy, or yeah, his dairy, dairy stuff, and then it's like, and he knows it's happening. He's like. 
he's like, no matter where we're headed, he's like, okay, so I'm going to eat this crap on you. And then I'm going to blow up your bathroom. When I get yes. He goes, That's like his, he, sentence. His, his sentence is, I'm going to go test out your septic system. I'm like, you are so weird. And he'll say it to people we don't even know. And I get so embarrassed. I'm like, I do, I do not know him. <laughs> Oh, so we ended with some funny stuff. I didn't plan on talking about that, but it was just funny and I thought about it. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Everybody have a good week. Bye. Bye.